Fort Worth. Co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday. It's March 11, 2022. Always great to be with you. A blessing. And so happy that you could join us on the EWTN Radio Network. Wow, so much to talk about. Uh, so little time, as I always say. So much developing news. We've got Doug Keck coming up at 15 minutes past the hour. I always enjoy our conversations because he fills us in on what we can look forward to in the network. And they've been doing such a great job of covering so many major breaking stories and giving us real insight and in-depth coverage. And we'll talk about that with Doug along with some other specials for the month of Lent. And uh, Andrew and I were just talking during the break that uh, next week, good Lord willing, I will be uh, in the motherland. We're leaving, leading a pilgrimage with Steve Ray, 41 folks. It's our Saints and Shrine Tour. We are going to be doing some shows, and we also are going to have some help from Vanessa Denhagarmo and Sherry Brownrig. But since I'm going to be um, off next Friday, Doug won't be with us. And then he has uh, uh, some obviously very big events on his schedule as always. So what we're going to try to do is kind of look at the rest of the month of March and kind of cram in a lot of great information for you so you can kind of get a perspective as to what's coming up as we move through this month of March during Lent. So we're going to talk about a lot of different events coming up on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network with our Inside Word segment as we always do. At the bottom of the hour on our Fact Check Friday, I think this is a very important story that needs to be addressed. And this is one from within the Catholic world. When I do this Fact Check Friday, as you know, we began this during the election because there was so much misinformation, fake news, and extreme bias that I said, okay, this is ridiculous. And and I started to do a lot of, um, you know, kind of like a basic media literacy, showing us how to remind us how the basic tenets of journalism are just gone. Uh, but what you're supposed to be looking for when you're reading a story and how to check whether it's true or whether it's just someone's opinion or a hypothesis. And so there's been a story circulating that's been extremely frustrating, and we have not done the story here because it's not real. Uh, and I think EWTN News and all of our outlets and all the programs we have at Catholic Radio have been doing a, a great job of of staying the course and making sure that we're not covering anything that isn't fact-based. Okay. And now we have uh, something to back up our stance on this story, and I'll explain in Fact Check Friday. But I just want to put this out there to you to please, please, please discern carefully. It's very important because this idea of fear porn and clickbait is not only something that is happening all the time now out there in the secular news world, but it's happening in some areas of the Catholic Church where folks consider themselves news outlets when they're nothing more than, than, than clickbait and fear porn and competing with a very small piece of the pie in trying to get your attention, to get you all worried and all upset, thinking that the church is imploding, not to say we don't have problems, but not reminding us of who we are and what Jesus says about the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. And in this particular case, the story that broke this morning that Al sent me it's really important that you hear the source and what the source is saying about stories that have been written about himself. And so you need to see what people are saying. And I'm, It's going to be interesting to see how these uh, so-called outlets that have been claiming otherwise in terms of what this particular person is saying about himself, what's been reported. They're going to come back and retract 
all the sensationalism, all the attacks, all this, that, and the other thing, if they're going to retract these stories and say, oopsie, we misled you, I'm not going to be holding my breath, but you never know. All right. So that'll be Fact Check Friday, and then we're going to discuss a beautiful book. This is so great for this month. A week from tomorrow is a feast of St. Joseph. Feast Day of St. Joseph. Now, also I'll let you know, in addition to this beautiful book we're going to be talking about, St. Joseph, Man Your Post, Learning to Lead Like the Great St. Joseph from Dwayne and Carrie Daunt. I do want to let you know that at my free e-newsletter, I talk about Father's Day in Italy, which is actually St. Joseph's Day. And I've got some recipes, and I've got some neat traditions, and I talk about St. Joseph's Day in the Italian-American household. And it's free, and if you would like to sign up for the free newsletter, which is really pretty. We have pictures of St. Cecilia, one of my favorite churches in Rome, and we have a recipe for Zeppoli. Just go to TravelItalyExpert.com. It's listed on my blog, but you can also sign up for the free e-newsletter. And as our friend Don always says, if it's free, it's for me. So there you go. All right, so jam-packed show for today. Doug Keck, Fact Check Friday, and Dwayne and Carrie Don on their beautiful book, All About Leading Light St. Joseph. Okay, so it's snowing here in Michigan. Not exactly a news flash because we do get a lot of um, of snow through March, actually. not I mean, not heavy, heavy snow, but we still get snow showers. Now, the big deal in the news, which we're going to be talking about in just a second, is that there's this bomb cyclone, apparently, that's moving in to the east coast which is very very dangerous actually so the national weather service says a strong cold front beginning to push across the eastern u.s today and tomorrow bringing a wide range of hazards to the region heavy snow is expected from the eastern great lakes through the northeast thunderstorms capable of damaging wind isolated hail and a few tornadoes are even possible across parts of the southeast to the mid-atlantic friday night into saturday so that's what's coming up weather-wise. And if you look at the national weather map, uh, if you look at the eastern part of the country, it looks pretty, pretty uh, ominous in terms of these all these different colors that are pretty scary. So anyhow. All right, six minutes past the hour already, and uh, let's check out the news and see what's happening because it is a Friday, and we want to keep you connected to your faith and the world. So here we go on a Friday. Well, more damage is unfolding in Ukraine on this 16th day of fighting as Russia has reportedly bombed another hospital. Explosions also went off near a preschool and airports. This comes as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he's worried Russia may launch a chemical weapons attack. Meanwhile, as Christopher Wells explains, in a news conference this week in Rome, the Vatican Secretary of State, Cardinal Pietro Perlin, expressing his dismay at the shelling of hospitals in Ukraine. Cardinal Perlin also repeated the Holy See's willingness to mediate peace talks between Ukraine and Russia if requested. He admitted that the space for negotiations is slight, but expressed hope some agreement could be reached. The Cardinal Secretary of State noted that he had spoken by phone with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov earlier this week. Referring back to that conversation, the Cardinal said no guarantees were offered and that Mr. Lavrov did not offer reassurances regarding humanitarian corridors. Cardinal Perlin reiterated that the Holy See is always ready to engage in diplomacy with all parties, even as it calls for an end to the war in Ukraine. Russia accusing the U.S. of carrying out military biological activities in Ukraine, a move the administration of Joe Biden calls a false flag effort and a possible pretense for Russia using chemical weapons in Ukraine. Here's Kale Perry. The Russian media is telling the Russian people that the U.S. as well as the Ukraine have these secret biological weapon sites. Of course, America and Ukraine deny that. They say that is completely fake news. 
Russia. Meanwhile, calling an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council today to talk about the allegations. And a bill containing nearly $14 billion in emergency aid for Ukraine is headed to Joe Biden's desk after final approval from the Senate. On this vote, the yeas are 68, the nays are 31. Under the previous order requiring 60 votes for the adoption of this motion, the motion to concur is agreed to. It's part of a broader government budget bill covering $1.5 trillion in spending through September. Prior to being voted upon, the Senate shot down three amendments backed by GOP senators, including an amendment to bar funding for COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Of the $13.6 billion set aside for Ukraine, some will go toward humanitarian aid, while other funds will go toward defense and economic assistance. The former home of St. John John Paul II in Poland, housing Ukrainian refugees. A Catholic Archdiocese of Krakow, and as Catholic News Agency explains, saying this week the Archbishop there is taking in Ukrainians escaping the war at the city's bishop's palace. The future Pope John Paul II lived there from 1958 to 1978 while serving as the Archbishop. Over two million people have escaped Ukraine since the Russian invasion, with nearly one and a half million of them taking refuge in Poland. Evangelical former Vice President Mike Pence is letting Ukrainians know how America supports them. He met with Ukrainians along the border with Poland yesterday as the refugees escaped the Russian invasion. Also meeting with members of the Christian International Humanitarian Organization Samaritan's Purse, which has opened a field hospital in Ukraine. Pence telling the refugees Americans stand with them in prayer and also encourages followers to donate to Samaritan's Purse and other ministries supporting the refugees. In other news, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., dropping its mask mandate for Catholic school students. The decision to drop the mask requirement was made earlier this week after two families sued D.C. Mayor Muro Browser over the mandate. The Archdiocese is superintendent of schools sending out a letter to the parents of Catholic school students saying that decision was made after the mayor recently said mask mandates are now a local decision. All Catholic schools will make the transition by Monday, March 14th. Inflation, as Michael Kastner tells us, well, it just keeps going up. The consumer price index for all items rose 7.9% in the last 12 months, which covers the period ending in February. The Bureau of Labor Statistics noted that's the biggest 12-month jump since January 1982. Inflation isn't just hitting consumers. Brian Bow owns a restaurant in Cheyenne, Wyoming. We don't want to raise prices, um, but you see it creeping up on you and you see your margin getting smaller and at some point something has to give. He says the price of chicken for him has gone up 120 percent. And drivers who need to fill up today will notice gas prices are even higher. AAA updated the national average overnight to $4.33 a gallon. That's just a few cents more than yesterday after soaring almost 50 cents in the past week. However, it's not just drivers who are upset about the spike in gas prices. The folks who run the corner stores are fuming as well. In this type of market, you're usually, you know, at cost or making a penny or two per gallon of gas. That's Paul Harden, who heads a Texas Food and Fuel Association, saying people are paying so much to fill their tanks. They're not buying chips and sodas inside. And that's where convenience stores make much of their cash. Even Joe Biden admitting the ban on Russian oil will likely push up the price at the pump. He's warning companies against price gouging. A Republican congressman from Texas claiming illegal immigrants caught sneaking across the border are being shipped to red states as a way to influence future elections. I think I'm not being extreme when I say that. I think it's uh, it's an obvious ploy uh, that it is political.
Houston area Congressman Brian Babin says the federal government has spent some $340 million in transportation costs flying illegal immigrants around the country. The Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is now suing the Biden administration over the release of migrants into his state. Trey Thomas tells us, as we mentioned earlier, another so-called bomb cyclone on its way to the Northeast. Forecasters say a rapidly intensifying storm could hit parts of the central and eastern U.S. today and this weekend. In the southeast, the Storm Prediction Center says damaging winds and a few tornadoes are possible late Friday into early Saturday morning. In the northeast, up to a foot of snow is forecast in some areas. Wind gusts of 40 to 60 miles per hour are possible from the Carolinas to New England. The IRS is offering tax help this weekend. More than 30 taxpayer assistance centers across the nation will be open tomorrow for walk-ins. People are reminded to come prepared with their photo IDs, social security cards, and bank account information. The next chance to show up without an appointment will be April 9th and then May 14th. Mark Mayfield tells us the TSA extending that face mask mandate to April 18th. It was set to expire later this month. The order covers airliners and public transportation, including trains and subways. The White House says the CDC will work with government agencies to help craft a revised policy framework for when mask rules can be lifted. Most of us are going to lose an hour of sleep this weekend with daylight savings time beginning on Sunday. Dr. Nancy Foldvari is a sleep specialist with the Cleveland Clinic, and she says that small changes... They might not seem like much, but they can be disrupting for many of us. All of us have our own vulnerability to circadian rhythm changes. Uh, and some of us can manage in uh, very difficult situations when our sleep structure changes and adapt well, and others cannot. Clocks will need to spring forward in most of the U.S. at 2 a.m. on Sunday. Some suggestions for coping better are going to bed 10 to 15 minutes earlier than normal, getting up 10 to 15 minutes earlier and sitting in the sunlight. Sunlight always makes you feel better. It's warm. It just just makes you feel better overall. Early in the morning while you have breakfast or relax, experts say that exposure to sunlight will also help your body adjust to the time change. And finally, in our news segment at 14 minutes past the hour, Matt Madison tells us a recent poll says Americans are stressed and by a number of factors. Over 80% of those surveyed by the American Psychological Association and the Harris Poll said five different categories caused them a significant amount of stress. They include the Russian invasion of Ukraine, possible retaliation from Russia, and global uncertainty. Supply chain issues and the rising costs of everyday issues due to inflation were also seen as major stressors to Americans. This poll comes around the second anniversary of the start of the coronavirus pandemic. 14 minutes past the hour, be still and know that he is God. Take a breath and remember what the Lord has done. That always calms me down when we get worried about things, and that's natural. But we know that Jesus says worrying is not going to get us anywhere. But I like to pull back and connect the dots and look at the big picture and remember what God has done for all of us with the church and also in our own lives. And just to stay calm and trust in him. Jesus, we trust in you. And EWTN helps us do that every single day. Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and President of the Network, will be with us in just about two minutes to tell us the inside word, a little bit of a scoop of the wonderful programming coming up for the rest of the month of March and beyond. We'll be right back. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's Choice in Senior Home Care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. 
Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Hello, Steve Ray here with a pilgrimage update. In July, join our Shrines of Wisconsin Pilgrimage and Love Being Catholic Conference with Mass celebrated by Cardinal Burke at Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine. The conference speakers will include myself along with Father Donald Calloway and Father Chris Alar and a surprise guest you'll absolutely love. To learn more about your Ave Maria Radio trip, find the Ave Maria Radio travel tab at AveMariaRadio.net. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. As Catholics, we are called to protect life at every stage, but our culture continues to impose threats against the sanctity of life, making the pro-life cause the preeminent social issue of our time. But there is hope. The Christ Medicus Foundation and CMF Bureau have partnered with one of the country's leading health share ministries to provide Catholics with a pathway to pro-life, Christ-centered health care. Support the culture of life and learn more about CMF Bureau at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Catholic Connection. Every Friday we do the Inside Word segment with our very own Doug Keck, the uh, President and Chief Operating Officer. And I, I was so thinking to myself, Doug, as I was interviewing uh, the amazing Father Spitzer yesterday, how blessed you are to be able to talk to him on a weekly basis for your Father Spitzer's universe. He's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's one of the great joys uh, to be able to do that. Um, you know, we've uh, been kind of friends for about 20 years, mm-hmm. and uh, this has made it even better and it's uh, it's always great to talk with him we have a lot of fun on the air we have a lot of fun off the air in between segments and uh, his ability to bring down uh, you know high level concepts to what the average joe like us can understand that at the same time he he's such a regular guy right so self-effacing yeah and humble it's it's always great to do it with him and uh it's always great to have him on the air anywhere he can yeah. get on the air. So. Well, your show is one of my favorites with him because, I, again, I could sit. I would have t- spoken with him through the whole hour of the show, but I could have done right. three more hours without <laughs> me just sitting there listening to him talk. But All right, so a busy time of year. We're in Lent, and you guys have great programming right. all the time. What's coming yeah. up in the next uh, couple of weeks? Well, obviously, a couple of things besides, uh, you know, the To Believe movie that was produced in Ukraine, uh, which is available on our on-demand platform, so you can go there and, and, and see that. And we're, we're expanding that dramatically. So people can go to EW10.com forward slash on demand. So many more hours of programming. We're putting it up constantly now, and it's all free on the on-demand platform. Um, obviously, with what's gone on, uh, Ukraine, we've got some additional programs. One today, later this morning, Ukraine, Acts of the Apostles, 2,000 years later. Of course, these are programs that talked about the way things had been prior to the war, but it gives you a background on Ukraine. There's also another program on the Ukrainian Catholic University, A Light of the East, which is going to be on 
tomorrow. We also have uh, tomorrow a Lenten Parish Mission with uh, Father Bill Casey, a powerful speaker. People can look for that. Of course, we've got some programming as we head towards uh, St. Patrick's Day. And next week, we're starting on Sunday, celebrating St. Patrick and Saving Our Faith, two programs on Sunday. We're excited, too, about uh, our expanded relationship with Knock, the Shrine of Knock in oh, Ireland. I've always wanted to go there. You know, we've done, uh, we've done a, a, a really good program on that uh, about a year and a half ago, and now we uh, have connectivity, so we're going to bring the St. Patrick's Day Mass from Knock on the 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, and also a, a concert uh, called Sing St. Patrick as well on St. Patrick's Day in the afternoon at 3.30 so, again, we're really uh, excited over the fact that that's uh, a relationship, thanks to Aidan and his team over in Ireland. Um, uh, St. Bridget working on that uh, together with us to be able to expand that relationship. You know, mm -hmm. we're excited to be able to bring more and more events from Lourdes and Fatima and, you know, other shrines around around the globe. Also, uh, St. Joseph, five-part miniseries that's going to be airing next week. People can check that out. And uh, Mother Angelica Live Classics will also deal with St. Joseph. So there's Aww. a lot going on. We've got St. Joseph, St. Patrick. Obviously, we're continuing to move on through Lent. We've got some great programming. Go to ew10.com and find out about some of the other programs which will be happening over the next couple of weeks as we move towards Easter. You know, speaking of St. Joseph, this is the way the Lord works. So um, you know that I'm doing some reports now for EWTN News in Depth, and next week I've got a piece that's going to be airing about what's happening in Michigan, right, with this crazy petition drive that the abortionists are trying to put forward to enshrine abortion in our Constitution should, uh, please God, Roe v. Wade go, go away. But in Michigan, we have incredible protections um, for women, and that's the whole right. part of the story. But... There, the left has formed this committee, Doug, called Reproductive Freedom for All. It's Planned Parenthood, the ACLU, and this group called you know Michigan Women's Voice or whatever, and they just oh, yeah. want to you know enshrine abortion in the Constitution. Well, I so, think it's, right, go I ahead. Think it's perfect that you say enshrine because for these people, it's their religion. It is their religion. But guess when they're having their big kickoff? A week from tomorrow on the Feast of St. Joseph. They don't even know. Oh. <laughs> I was talking with Kathleen Wilson from the Archdiocese of Detroit, who works in our, our pro-life area, right. and she said it's a feast of St. Joseph, the terror of demons, the earthly father of Jesus, and, and the protector of family. So I thought, you know what? God's got our back in so many ways. And, and I think if we just right. take a breath and step back and, and, and realize Absolutely. that and learn more about the saints, which you help us do all the time. Yeah, well, I think that's one of the great gifts of the Catholic Church, in my mind, has always been through EWTN, was really the idea Bob and Penny Lord were great in the early days of promoting all the different saints, many of them most of us had never heard of, and certainly the Saints Speak and some other programs we've done over the years, we've really tried to uh, accent now the Doctors of the Church program, again, uh, focused on uh, saints uh, because it's important for people to understand the great thinkers, the great minds of the Catholic Church over the last 2,000 years. Uh, you know, we're not talking about this idea that uh, this stuff is being made up as we go along. Uh, th these are some of the great minds of history who've mined uh, the treasures of the Catholic Church and presented, and also our people, as you indicated, in the world we live in today, had to stand up, uh, overcome right. difficulties in their own lives, and then let alone be able to stand up, sometimes being martyred, sometimes being white martyrs, as Mother used right. to reference, mm -hmm. which a lot of us may be. Uh, maybe we are right now in some ways in that, uh, you know, maybe we're not going to be shot, but we'll be shunned. 
Well, I think a lot of that shunning and that cancel culture is happening all over the place. And sometimes that um, that makes people fearful to speak out. But I found an interesting survey, that, and I mentioned this at my talk for uh, Duluth uh, Catholic Radio, World Presence Radio, the other night. There's a survey that came out that showed that, that people who don't have any religious affiliation at all are very open and interested in hearing about a person's faith. And I was like, wow. And these are people that you know, we always identify as a nuns, N-O-N-E-S. They still want to know why people believe, even in this day and age, Doug. And I think that's why we can tell them about EWTN. We could be right. like the shy evangelist. So turn into EWTN. Turn into your local Catholic radio station. Well, it's St. Augustine's idea, you know, that, that kind of we're restless till we rest in thee. There's this, yeah. there's this space in us that's not filled if it's not filled with faith. And so these people who have no faith, uh, they're searching for something. They know there's an answer that they're missing, but they can't identify it either because they were taught that that wasn't the answer or there's aspects of it that they have rejected for you know, social reasons or lifestyle reasons. And, uh, yeah, but they're definitely searching. And and obviously the answer is our Lord. And as we know, he's the hound of heaven. He will mm-hmm. pursue you if you're yep. open to it. He won't force you to do anything. Right. But he will, you know, all you need is that little crack and the Holy Spirit can start working on you. And that's what we know Catholic radio does for people. That's what we know the idea of television and all the Catholic programming and done by all the media apostolates on the web do to people who in the privacy of their own home uh, can start to search and start to get informed. And we know all the stories about so many people who watch this or I kind of heard this right. and now I'm listening hour after hour and I can't believe I've learned so much that I, I had no idea whether I was a Catholic who was re-evangelized because I was never catechized or somebody who uh, who just never had the faith yeah and, and what i love about it is is that you make it and we make it so easy for folks just go to ewtn.com you know tell them about your local catholic radio affiliate you know become a, an ewtn the missionary and get the free information that you can use to pass out you don't have to be a moral theologian to evangelize and to help folks doug have a great couple of weeks and god willing talk to you soon and enjoy your time uh, in phoenix arizona where I'm sure it's nice and sunny. And we'll be right back on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. To persevere in faith requires an intentional effort to keep our gaze upon the Lord. To help, all men are invited to attend the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference on Saturday, April 30th that includes Mass, prayer, and the sacraments. It takes place at St. Anne Catholic Church in Capel from 8 to 3.30 p.m. Registration and sponsorship opportunities are available online at catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Catholic speakers will include Annie Hickman and others, plus music by the Dave Moore Band. So sign up this week at catholicbrothersforchrist.com. That's catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. 
Are you a young adult looking for the right path through the challenges and changes in your life? Do you wish to do God's will but don't know how? Join Young Catholic Professionals April 29th through May 1st for their 2022 conference, Thy Will Be Done on Earth as It Is in Heaven. A weekend of inspirational speakers, enriching small group discussions, and the sacraments together with 600 plus witnesses for Christ from across the nation. Visit ycpconference.org to register. Registration closes April 7th. Hello, my name is Bill Mertz. My wife Liz and I own Master Tech Auto Repair in Plano. We're proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair. From oil changes to complete engine replacement, our transmission service. We're located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. a beautiful Friday. It is a Friday morning in Lent. It is Friday, March 11th, 2022. Tomorrow, one week from tomorrow, actually, is the Feast of St. Joseph. And again, if you want to learn more about St. Joseph and how they celebrate this beautiful feast day in Italia, it's actually Father's Day. I'm sure Joan Lewis and I will be talking about that on Wednesday uh, because it is a big, big feast day in Italy. Uh, It's a big celebration, and they do some really cool things for dads. And so my newsletter for Tease Italy this month is all about uh, Father's Day, Agore Papa. Uh, Happy Father's Day, Papa. And you can get that for free, travelillyexpert.com. Okay. One of the things I I love about uh, being Catholic is that we can just dig deeply and we can look at the past and we can see where we've been to know where we are going. One of my favorite songs by Christian contemporary artist Stephen Curtis Chapman talks about remembering to remember. Remember what the Lord has done. And I think sometimes it's very easy when we see all the challenges in the church and some of the problems and some of these crazy things coming out of, uh, for example, leadership in Germany, which, by the way, Dr. Matthew Bunsen and Al Cresta did a phenomenal job of looking at what these bishops are saying there and how they truly are making themselves irrelevant because some of these bishops not all of them in germany are basically saying that oh you know nobody can live up to the church teaching so we need to change them talk about making yourself irrelevant if we can do anything we want then what do we need god what do we need the church for so don't know what they're thinking but we're praying for them but i do know that that we have uh, the truth in the one holy catholic and apostolic faith and again Go and listen to the interview that Al did yesterday with our very own Dr. Matthew Bunsen from EWTN. Uh, it was very insightful and very calm. Both Al and, and, and Matthew are, are very calm and, and just have a sense of peace about them because they know what the church gives us. And, and this is what I want to encourage you to do this morning on this segment of Fact Check Friday. There have been a lot of stories out there, a lot of really bad stories by particular, uh, I don't even want to call them Catholic outlets. They claim to be Catholic, but they're, they're just very divisive and they're very angry And they just put out stories that simply are not true. And maybe at the end of particular stories, they say, well, okay, this is just a hypothesis. And meanwhile, if they get a little bit of traction on the Internet, people read it, people get upset because they think that this might be true, and then they want us to sit there and analyze these stories that not are even stories, basically they're just fiction. And if we don't cover them and jump all over the same fake news, we're often accused 
of basically trying to hide something. Well, no, we're just trying to protect you and to let you know that it's not true, so we're not going to report something that's not based in fact. Now, one of these stories that has been circulating has been all about um, Pope Francis being the anti-pope, that he wasn't duly elected, and that Benedict was forced to resign. And we have known for a long time that all the evidence out there, in terms of the way the conclave was handled, in terms of some very good church leaders who were in that conclave years ago when uh, Francis was elected to the papacy after Benedict resigned, that that simply is not true. And what happens is, and I'm coming to you as somebody with media expertise, okay? Not that I know everything, but when you have 40 years in the trenches, you do learn a few things, all right? And I've not only been working in the media for four, over 40 years now, I've also been researching it and studying it and writing books about it and speaking about it, both in the Catholic world and the secular world. And clickbait and fear porn, we used to call it when I was in the secular news, if it bleeds, it leads. But now because of social media and because of the Internet, it's referred to as clickbait and fear porn. So in other words, keeping you in a state of constant fear. Fear is a business model for the news media. Has always been. That's why they cover in the secular media a lot of car crashes. That's why they cover a lot of murders. That's why they love to talk about the weather and make it sound like the world's ending. We have consultants in the news business, and I sat through countless meetings such as this, where they would tell us, in terms of TV news, and Vanessa Denhagarmo, and I talk about this all the time in our local segment that we do once a week called In the News, she and I were secular media reporters out there together on the streets of Detroit for decades. Consultants will come in and they will say there are certain types of news stories that you may use and should use in the first bag, as we say in the TV news business, the first 15 minutes of that newscast, in order to keep people's attention. And it's based on the fear factor. It's based on the acronym NIMBY, not in my backyard. People want to know something is happening. They want to be aware. But they want to make sure it's not their home. It's not their kids. It's not their family. And there's that whole curiosity factor as well when people are driving down the freeway and they see an accident and, and then traffic stalls because everybody wants to see what's happening. It's that same type of mentality. Fear sells. If it bleeds, it leads. And it's the same tactic that is being applied to many of these stories. And it's gotten out of control. And it's very, very disrespectful to the papacy. Even if we can sometimes scratch our heads and be extremely frustrated with all due respect and some of the things that the Pope says from time to time, Pope Francis says, and we may think and just say, okay, I don't get this. But that's one thing. And we can respectfully disagree when the Pope is not speaking from the chair when he's not talking about matters of dogma and doctrine, we can respectfully disagree with something he says. Okay? And that has happened in the past in terms of popes maybe, you know, um, saying something off the cuff that is very upsetting, or even in, in the history of the church, look at what St. Catherine of Siena went through. Look at what St. Teresa of Avila went through. Look at many, many, many of these saints went through in terms of church leadership over the centuries. Now, that's not to say we shouldn't have our concerns, but we do what we did yesterday on Crested in the Afternoon. We bring on the experts, such as a Dr. Matthew Bunsen, who's written more than 50 books, for crying out loud, and is an expert in church history. So what does he do? He pulls back, he looks at the big picture, and he gives us a history of what's happened in the church and how we should approach it. Well, again, there was a story that's been circulating, and there's been somewhat of a, of a competition between these uh, so-called outlets as to who can have the most sensational piece. Uh, 
regarding the fact that Benedict may have been forced out. So there's a big story this morning that Al Cresta sent me, and I believe we're going to be talking about it later on in his show as well, later this afternoon, published on Alatea, originally from the uh, Zenit News source. Big headline. Benedict XVI says doubts on resignation are absurd. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI responding to suspicions on the validity of his resignation, saying that assertions that there is now a dual government in the church are absurd. Vatican insider Andrea Torinelli sent several questions to the Pontiff Emeritus regarding reports suggesting he was a victim of a conspiracy that led to his resignation, thereby implying that his decision was not freely made and thus invalid. But they also called on people to not give too much importance to certain choices he has made, such as continuing to wear white. There is absolutely no doubt regarding the validity of my resignation from the Petrine Ministry. The only condition for the validity of my resignation is the complete freedom of my decision. Speculations regarding it are simply absurd. And he also talked about the reason for keeping his papal name and dressing him white. He said, though though those decisions were in keeping with advice from Vatican officials, some of the press have used it as a reason to speculate. I continue to wear the white cassock and keep the name Benedict for purely practical reasons. At the moment of my resignation, there was no other clothes available. And I wear the white cassock in a visibly different way to how the Pope wears it. So there you go. Rumors, rumors, hypotheses. And you know what? Nothing more than clickbait and fear porn. There's the truth, right from Benedict's own mouth. Fact Check Friday. We'll be right back. Join with thousands of pro-lifers across America for a united hour of power to pray for an end to abortion at Heroic Media's 7th Annual National Prayer Luncheon for Life. The luncheon takes place on Friday, March 25th at 11 a.m. Speakers include David B. Wright, founder of 40 Days for Life, Bishop Joseph Strickland of Tyler, and Kristen Hawkins, president of Students for Life of America. Visit nationalprayerluncheonforlife.org to register for the live virtual or live in-person event. Para Car Care is a proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Here at Para Car Care, we are devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the Euless area, 817-685-2222. And for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at paracarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. Join the people of St. Jude Parish in Allen on the third Saturday of each month as they hold their 40 Days for Life. Following morning Mass, participants will carpool to the Whole Women's Health Clinic to peacefully pray for an end to abortion and offer Choose Life handouts. Participants will meet up back at St. Jude after about an hour. If you've been looking for a way to further the pro-life cause, this is your chance.
The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. Joseph's Feast Day, of course, coming up, so this is a beautiful book, and this would be a great book maybe for uh, the man in your life, maybe a dad, a husband, a brother, a son. Man, your post, Learning to Lead Like St. Joseph. It is from Tan Books, and it's written by Dwayne and Carrie Daunt, and they're both on the phone with us this morning. Thanks for joining us. And Carrie, let me go, ladies first. Let me go to you first. Uh, Tell us about uh, why you decided to get together and write this book about the amazing St. Joseph. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Oh, good morning, Teresa. Thank you so much for having us. Sure. Um, yeah, so um, actually the, the the Lord really put this book on our heart almost 12 years ago. Um, really? And, yeah, it, it, then Dwayne came in one day from mowing the lawn and, and, and just had this moment of, like, epiphany of, like, you know, we're, there's so much going on in the world, um, and, and it really had to do with this whole conversation, you know, during this election year, about this war on women, like all the things that were happening in this so-called war on women. And he was like, you know what, this is, this is on me, this is on men, this is on our, uh, there's a hole here in the masculine, um, authentic masculinity. And, and he really just had this moment of, of clarity of like, our silence as men is like the abdication of Adam, and we need good role models. And so um, this kind of epiphany all these years ago, uh, we had a, a million small children at the time, and, and the Lord just kind of put it on our heart and waited for the perfect moment. And actually, in this year, two days before the year of St. Joseph was announced, we this book went under contract. And so it was like the Lord waiting for the perfect timing wow. um, to share about the wonderful virtues of St. Joseph and what authentic masculinity looks like. What does it look like to lay down your life and to be a man of strength and virtue? Yeah, this is, I think, is so crucial right now. We're seeing even more of this, Dwayne, with what's happening uh, in our culture, especially with gender ideology, where, where our roles and how we are made in the image and likeness of God are getting so, so confused. So in terms of this book, what do you cover? Because there have been many books, obviously, as you know, written by or about St. Joseph and the very popular um, book that uh, Father Calloway wrote, you know, just off the charts regarding, uh, you know, a dedication to St. Joseph. How is your book different, do you think? Yeah, so agreed. I mean, it's it definitely a challenging times we're seeing all the way around for, for, for men, young men, older men, you know, fathers and, and, and siblings and brothers and husbands. So yeah, it was, as Carrie said, just kind of came out to our heart. Really, I think, so the, the way the book's structured is it follows, it's in the litany of St. Joseph, and then we highlight each of the virtues associated with him. I mean, for a man that, you know, the Bible doesn't record anything he says, but just the way he leads, Silently and so strongly, I mean, just such a, it's just a mirror that we can, you know, follow as men out in the world today and just how he protected his family and as a husband. So yeah, it, it goes into, so each of the virtues is shared by a, a man, just, you know, a normal story that he has, just guys like you and me that we can identify with. Um, they share their testimony, the struggles, their obstacles and how they overcame those. And then I think one important thing is it's all about we, we have a, a mobilize your mission, so really a, a call to action for men. You know, how do I 
um, you know, take what we've read and really move that forward in my daily life, whether it's a husband or a father or a brother or a son, you know, what does that look like to be, you know, a true masculine man in today's society? And they're not overbearing, but just in a way that's loving and caring, but that reflects on what St. Joseph was. So, um, that's kind of the, the format of the book. And, you know, it's, it's really, really think it's important for men to have, um, you know, folk, men around them, you know, to have just that support structure in place. And um, just hold for accountability. It's just a really important, you know, aspect of it. So that's kind of how we the book is framed and, and made up. Beautiful. If you're just joining us on Catholic Connection, 43 minutes past the hour on a Friday morning edition of our program on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network, having a beautiful conversation with Dwayne and Carrie Daunt. They were married in the church back in 1999, parents of eight energetic, wonderful children. They reside in Florida, and they both work for the amazing John Paul II Healing Center, of which I'm very, very familiar. And in addition to uh, Dwayne's work as a business consultant, he uh, also is working for a large software company. He works uh, as a business consultant with the John Paul II Healing Center. Now, Carrie, you're a content developer also for the uh, Healing Center, uh, and your dad, obviously, is very involved in the Healing Center as well, Bob Schutz. But um, this is something I think... Even though the book is written for men, Carrie, wouldn't you suggest women to read it as well? Because I really like to hear stories of, of strong men that know how to lead. Yeah, absolutely. Teresa, we keep hearing from women saying how touching it was to hear just the heart of a man, you know, because these stories, they're written by different Catholic leaders in the church. We didn't set out to do that, but it was just such an interesting timing um, with the pandemic. All of these church leaders happened to have some free time, and we're really excited about getting behind the mission of sharing their own struggles, their own stories about growing in virtue and what that looks like. And so we have, you know, Dr. Scott Hahn wrote the foreword, and Patrick Lencioni um, wrote a chapter, and, you know, we have Mike Sweeney, who's a uh, many many people know him as a, um, a major league baseball all star, five time all star, who's a, a strong Catholic. Um, just these men just stepped up to share their own struggles, and I've heard from so many women saying how powerful it is to hear other men share so vulnerably and powerfully about what what does masculinity look like. Um, and and I think reading it out loud, I know I know Dwayne and I just when we got each story, just we we laughed, we cried, um, just really just a a powerful testimony mm-hmm. of the spectrum of masculinity, like what it looks like, and to know that there are good men out there that are fighting, yeah. that are inviting other men along on this mission. It's just yeah, really I love, yeah, I love the fact that you have Damon Owens in here, too. He's a good friend of mine and, of course, yeah. uh, one of our uh, wonderful hosts here on EW10, Guardian of Virgins by Damon Owens. Uh, Dwayne, let's go back uh, to you in terms of... Oh, go ahead. No, Carrie, go ahead. Finish. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I was just going to say, when I read his story, I just cried. <laughs> Teresa, yeah. it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got an incredible uh, testimony. And I, there's a video that I found of him, and I don't know if he mentions this in this particular story that he shares in your book. But there is a, a video I found on Deacon Dom and I showed it at a retreat we gave for uh, deacons uh, last fall in the Archdiocese of San Antonio where he was talking about when he first started um, his ministry and how much time he was spending away from home and he thought this is what he had to do and the impact that that had on his children, especially his daughters. Anyway, it's an incredible story of humility on his part. But these are all great uh, mm-hmm. men of God that are contributing. Dwayne, in terms of what's on your heart regarding the war on women, why do you think this book is important to address that? Well, really, I think it's, um, it's society right now is just challenging so much of, you know, how we view and family. I think, you know, a lot of the issues we're seeing really relate to just that core family unit, and I, we're just seeing so many attacks on it. Just 
um, just so much just pressure on women and, and men and just how they relate. So I think, you know, if, if we really focus on that family unit and just, you know, have how that's supposed to look like, I think a lot of the issues we're seeing today, you know, kind of really go away. And from our standpoint, from men, you know, with my background in the military, really, you know, you have your assignments, you have what you're supposed to do, you, you know, you're, you're manning your, your, your job, your post. And if you don't do that, if you vacate that, that's really where the enemy really attacks, right? That's the weak point. So by us not stepping into that role, we're really just abandoning all of that, you know, the women in our lives, the, the, our family, and just allowing that to propagate. So without that structure in place, and that's where a lot of – to me, that's, you know, you treat where you go into and you solve a lot of the most the basic problems. So if you go in there and resolve those issues – and that family unit, that family structure, you know, how we act as, as proper masculine men, I think a lot of issues we're seeing today really go away. Yeah. The book is Man Your Post, Learning to Lead Like St. Joseph. It's published uh, by Tan Books, and we're talking with a couple who wrote this beautiful book, Dwayne and Carrie Daunt. And both of you work uh, for the uh, John Paul II Healing Center in some capacity. And Carrie, in terms of the, the pain and the struggle, I think uh, your husband just picked up on some of this, but what are you seeing and what is your dad seeing in terms of things that really need healing in our lives right now, especially post-COVID? What do you think? Yeah, um, you know, it's it's been such a privilege to be able to go on the road and to do, I do marriage conferences with my dad, Dr. Bob Schutz, as you mentioned, and um, also um, lead uh, women's conferences with a team of beautiful women. And, and what we're seeing on the road really in, in this post-COVID uh, world is just, you know, usually we would walk in and it would take a day or two to get people to be in touch with their hearts or their pain or the places where they need deeper healing. And, and what we're seeing across the board is just this, this real rawness and where everybody's been and kind of this collective, you know, pain that we've all been experiencing with where the world is today. And, but in it has produced this beautiful, uh, openness to what God wants to do in our hearts. And we're seeing just such a powerful movement of the Holy Spirit right now. So where, you know, sin abounds, grace, grace abounds, abounds even more. more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, in terms of some of the issues that came up, Dwayne, uh, as Carrie is talking, uh, this morning I did a story, and um, uh, a news survey that came out, just came out this week from the American Psychological Association, that people are stressed out to the max, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's post-COVID, whether it's um, the inflation issues and gas prices and, and food prices, people are stressed to the max. And this is, I think, why a book like this is important, to help us, again, get our grounding and take a breath and remember who's still in charge of our lives, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think if, if we get too caught up in all of that and you, you don't have your trust in the right areas or you're, you know, you're aligned correctly, then yeah, a lot of that can take over. And it, it's very easy to spin and kind of get caught up in that and just become overly stressed. But it's definitely, you know, the hyper... Um, news culture we're in and just everything's, you know, the most pressing, it's 100% everything, you know, the Uber kind of activity, it definitely has a, a layer there of, of stress. So I think, you know, this and the manic reconnecting and just getting the family ties back in and those priorities reestablished, I think it helps relieve a lot of that stress that's out there. So how should they, carry going back to you, how should how should this book be read? Do you suggest it for couples, for men individually? I know you mentioned women should be reading it too. I think it might be a nice thing for couples to read together. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be great for couples to read together. What we're finding also from hearing from different men who have been reading this and uh, is that they're loving doing it together with another group of men, like building oh, that culture okay. of accountability, of, of you know, it's, it's formatted. It has steady questions. It has prayers at the end. And as Dwayne mentioned, it has this mobilizing the mission. Uh, and our really our hope is that, that, that we can have this, 
this mission of men together, a band of brothers, really living in, and walking in the truth together. And I think it's sometimes, I, especially men that, that, you know, we're finding in our own Catholic circles, they're so busy providing for their families, taking care of their families, taking care of their children, doing all their children's activities, that, that, that they don't have time for themselves and for those connections with other men to hold each other accountable. Um, so I think both. Uh, and, you know, couples yeah. reading it together, like Dwayne and I have had the privilege to do, but really creating that accountability with other men, I think, is so important, too. And what a great book, uh, Dwayne, to buy right now, going into St. Joseph's uh, Feast Day next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. Echo Carrie's point, I think it's really the book's structured, kind of free-flowing, so you can pick it up, and if there's a, a chapter that calls to you to read it, you can do that. So they are independent, yet build upon each other but yeah really what we're hearing is kind of that small group you know kind of men's group mentality seems to be picking out kind of that that small unit so it's, it's been very we didn't design it that way from intentionally but we're seeing a lot of positive feedback that men are really enjoying and our, our oldest son's actually doing it in college right now with his team and his coaches and stuff so it's been a huge positive impact that we're seeing kind of swell up there so yeah absolutely yeah, beautiful. What I love about it is you're bringing us back to basics, Carrie, in so many ways, because I think sometimes, I know for years as a cradle Catholic, I, I kept the, the saints on the shelves. You know, it's wonderful to have the, the images and the statues and whatnot, but we need to realize, and I just did an interview, I recorded an interview with the wonderful apologist uh, Mike Aquilina on his new book, talking about the early church fathers, and that the saints are alive, that they, they want to intercede for us. I mean, Revelation tells us in chapter 5 that the bowls of incense are the prayers of the saints, and what did St. Therese say? I want to spend my time in heaven doing good on earth they want to to be there for us and and saint joseph is extremely powerful i'll let you wrap up carrie yeah and and you know so much of of his life was that life of virtue like outlined in the litany of saint joseph you know it's saint joseph most courageous most prudent most just right and really each of these stories outline that and gives us hope and like you said brings the saints alive brings saint joseph to life and how we can live like him and lead like him well, thank you both, and God bless you on this book. I, I do hope it's a big success. It's beautiful, and, and if you can learn more about any of our saints, especially St. Joseph, grab this. Uh, of course, uh, wonderful support from uh, Dr. Scott Hahn on this book and great men of God in here, many of whom are familiar to our EWTN listeners. Man, you're a post, Learning to Lead Like St. Joseph, published by Tan Books. We'll be right back on Catholic Connection. We'll also put a link to this book on the archive section, which you can find at, of course, Ave Maria Radio.net. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. We'll be right back. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Abortion. Pornography. Embryonic stem cell research. Corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not, and their investment portfolios reflect that. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. 
EWTN home video highlight for March is Christendom, journey back to a time when Christianity formed every aspect of people's lives. Known as the Age of Christendom, this glorious era produced great achievements in art, music, agriculture, medicine, and science. Order your DVD at EWTNRC.com, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or call 1-800-854-6316. Location, location, location. These are the three most important factors in real estate. The same might be said for colleges. Trudging through snow to get to an 8 a.m. statistics class is a much different experience than breezing by a palm tree to the raucous applause of a laughing gull. With the average temperature of 84 degrees and wetland nature as your backdrop, it's no wonder students tend to stay once they visit our campus. Ave Maria University, your future location, location, location. Visit AveMaria.edu. Now you go out there and have yourself a blessed, peaceful weekend. Take a breath and remember, be still, and he is still God. Be still and remember he is God. He is still on his throne. All right, coming up Monday, Dr. Peter Kaponis is going to be joining us to look at what we can do to stand up against uh, pornography to make a difference. He'll give us an update on how that's going. And Gail Buckley will be joining us for our scripture verse of the week. I asked for your prayers. I'm heading out tomorrow morning to head back to Minnesota, this time in the Minneapolis area. I am doing a beautiful talk, I hope, God willing, for the wonderful Ave Maria Academy celebrating 25 years of a traditional and amazing Catholic education. And so looking forward to meeting those wonderful folks in Minneapolis tomorrow when I step off the plane. So for all the information on today's show, if you didn't have a chance to write down the book title or any of the other titles of the names of the folks that we interviewed, always find it at AveMariaRadio.net in our archive section. Have a blessed weekend. Ciao, ciao. God willing, talk to you on a Monday. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Celebrating 2,000 years of truth, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. We trust that God plays a big role in our ability to persevere. When we stand on a firm belief of who Jesus is and how much he loves us, we're able to keep walking. Plan to attend Perseverance in Faith, the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, Saturday, April 30th from 8 to 3.30 at St. Anne's in Coppell. We'll pray, listen, sing, worship, and encounter Christ in a way that helps us be his living disciples. Catholic speakers include Annie Hickman and music from Dave Moore Band. All clergy and seminarians are free. Register today at CatholicBrothersForChrist.com.
This is Tony Beshera. My wife Chris and I own Babbage and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999 or you can find us on the web at babbage.com. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.